two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm 30 and still gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Yeah. <clears throat> I know. I know. I, I'm used to this. Yeah, this is how my life is normally, right? This is This is how the only way I know what day it is is because I do a podcast on Mondays and a podcast on Thursdays, right? And I stream. If I didn't stream, I wouldn't know what day it was because I stay home and take care of the kid. And um, I don't, you know. But yeah, I I understand totally. I, I even said to my wife, I go, he probably forgot again. He probably forgot again. I was like, and that's why I called you. Like, oh, I forgot. I was like, yep, I know. I know. Every day is every day is the same day. That's what day it is. The same day. So. Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast, goes over a few of the top stories from the past week. We rant along the way. You can catch us live here on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can also catch the past broadcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm. The audio versions are there. If you'd like to help this podcast out in any way, shape, or form, head on over to Anchor.fm. As little as 99 cents, you can help us out over here. And it goes towards the gear. Like, I just lost a light, so now I have a, a lamp here. That's like really close to me to uh, to take uh, until I get my replacement in. So stuff like that, it goes towards it goes towards the, the podcast 100 percent. All right. On today's show, we have lots to talk about. We have some psycho created a Minecraft one to one scale of the entire world. Right? No joke. Earth one to one scale in Minecraft. He used he used a couple of different. He used a couple of different software, yeah, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about GameStop. We're going to be talking about Nintendo. We're going to be talking about Gearbox, that that scummy-ass Randy Pitchford company, okay? Oh, Sarge is muted for you guys. All right, Sarge is not muted anymore. Go ahead, Sarge. <clears throat> I got a lot of stuff on my mind. I forgot to hit that unmute button. Yeah, there you go. Um, we're going to talk about The Last of Us. Delayed indefinitely, just another casualty. Well, it's, not, it's not. It's not indefinitely. It's just delayed. It'll it might, come out when it's ready. Well, think about this. If let's say this lasts a really long time, right? And this is not one of the topics we're talking about. But let's just say it lasts for a really long time, and the next systems come out. Okay. Well, it's an exclusive system on the console that's out now, right? Not for the console that's out later. So. People, let's say, let's say it doesn't come out this year, right? And now it's in circulation. PlayStation 4, 5 comes out. Now PlayStation 5 is in circulation. People are buying games and stuff. Do they just upscale it to play it on PlayStation yes. 5? Or do yes. people go back and play PlayStation 4 game on the PlayStation 5, right? You see what I'm saying? It'll, it'll work. It, it'll oh, work. it'll work. It doesn't matter. They're, they're, it'll work on the new system. It's not going to be a big deal. So that's one of the things. Listen, first of all, First of all, it's not really it's not really an issue, right? Because if in, in my world, if the product's not ready, I'll see you when you are. Right. I don't get all crazy about the games to be missing in action. 
from the system for X number of days or X number of months. It's not ready. It's not ready. Listen, whatever's happening right now, it's good. And let's just say, for instance, it's six months. Okay. Do you think games are pushed back six months? No. It'll it's it'll be six months, but it'll be pushed back maybe a year. Right. That's right. Right. Gonna ha- that's what's going to happen. And I know it sounds so like we're a podcast about video games, right? How sheltered are we? We're like, we're like, oh no, this game's not coming out this year. People are like losing their jobs I, I and dying. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I don't people, say that. No, no, but people <laughs> are listening to this podcast, going, look at these two guys complaining about games and stuff, right? That's what the show is, right? This is not CNN. No, I, com- is- I complain. I complain about the assholes and corporations for the games, yes. not the games yes, themselves. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So let me let me read the article or bits of the article. Right. The Last of Us Two delayed indefinitely. Article from Kotaku from Jason Schreier, the only person that actually uh, does stuff on 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 columns that you know good pieces. Okay. The much anticipated post apocalyptic adventure game, The Last of Us Two will be delayed indefinitely due to coronavirus pandemic, publisher Sony said today. On Twitter, update for Sony Interactive has made the difficult decision to delay the launch of The Last of Us Part Two and Marvel's Iron Man VR until further notice. Uh, logistically, the global crisis of preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. Which I really don't know what that means, because right now, people need shit to do. They're losing their minds, and they want to play new games and stuff like that. So the game, which had to previously scheduled for May 29th, is nearly done and ready to go. Naughty Dog developer told Kotaku this afternoon this was a decision made logistical and economic reasons. The good news is we're nearly done, and the development of The Last of Us Part Two. Naughty Dog said in a statement this afternoon. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part Two to our satisfaction. We want to make that everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part Two around the same time, ensuring that we don't uh, that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistical issues. Okay, Naughty Dog employees, like most of the video game companies across the world, are currently working on from home uh, and their homes in order to practice self-isolation. A recent Kotaku investigation looked at the culture of crunch surrounding Naughty Dog and the development of The Last of Us Part Two. So, look, I'm okay, obviously, if there wasn't a pandemic going on and they had some logistical issues and they had to delay the game. Like, just take the pandemic out of the equation here, right? And they just had to delay the game. Uh cool right i'm i'm okay with them delaying the game for the best for the best possible thing right but we've discussed this before the secret is nothing is delayed right the secret is is you don't give a release date until you know it's done and shipping right Right. say it's done right if you just did that there would be no so half the half the youtubers wouldn't have a half the video going New delay update. Like, there'd be no delay updates because there'd be no delays. Because right. you wouldn't open your fucking mouth until it was done. Okay? They're so hard up for the pre-sales hype that they would rather banter about a delay in the release date than just to shut up and wait till there's release date. Right? you got to have that banter. we got to have that banter. Otherwise, what are we talking about? Oh, my God. Right. There's a week, there's a week going by, and we didn't say anything about the Bethesda? What? Someone better make something up. Make it up. <laughs> I'm o- I'm okay. Look, last of I haven't even played Last of Us One. I I did watch someone, um, what's it called? 
play the game all the way through, and I thought it was a phenomenal game. It was it was it was a good experience just watching the game, right? And I have it, and I want to play it on the PlayStation. Um, I was gonna wait till place until Last of Us Two came out, and I was gonna do the bang bang, right? Like it, it's out. And then... There was no more bang bang. Now nope. it's bang Civil War musket, <laughs> right? And then we'll see right. you when that we'll see you when right. the second shot is fired. Why is my you're having poor connection? Do me a favor, tell everyone in your household to get off the internet because they're screwing up the poor connection on your end. <laughs> All right, because I, I you're you're coming in robotic and it keeps it keeps saying poor connection from you. All right, so Last of Us, Last of Us Two, uh, delayed. Just another one of the games that's being uh, and, and then obviously Iron Man the VR, but no one cares about that, right? No one cares about Iron Man VR, right? Um, although there is a VR chair right now, I think on Indiegogo or Kickstarter, or crowdfunding, one of those crowdfunding sites that is blowing up because people want the VR experience in their house. Well, I hate to tell you, even if you make this thing a reality, you're not getting it in the mail like tomorrow, right? Do you know what I mean? Right. For, <laughs> right. Everyone's like, I'm in my house. I need VR. You're not getting the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting it right now people so people are acting like people are acting like they're gonna have that because they're gonna be in their house forever that you're gonna have vr immediately like where's ready player one i thought that shit was ready i would <laughs> i would hate to be the person everyone's like oh my god look we're selling so many of these vr systems and then all of a sudden like everyone's all right everyone back to work it was like oh shit i ordered that vr system no i gotta cancel that we, i gotta go back to work right people are freaking out right did you see that uh, Resident you. Evil 3 remake is $60 and it only takes six hours to beat it? I mean... Because you know what to do. For those of you that don't know what to do, it doesn't take six hours. Right, but you can't really put a price. I understand it's it's different for everything, right? You could pay $60 for a game and it takes 20 hours to beat and you pay $60 and it can take you two hours to beat. I, I mean, I know it's a remake. What was the, what was the original game? What was what was the original game's length of uh, Resident Evil? I don't know. Let me check it. I mean, it... we'll tweak. Let's let's put it this way, right? They are releasing stuff that's already been out because they need money, and so people are going to buy a eight year old game or ten year old game for sixty dollars. If you've already played it in the past, then you've already played it. So handing over another sixty dollars to play the game you've already played because it looks better, just isn't good business sense from a normal standpoint. But if you want to play it, you miss it, and people are like remember want to remember it or they don't care, then to them the $60 is not going to matter, right? Because you want to relive that moment. That's what they're counting on. But as far as a game's concerned, I'm not going to spend full price on a 10-year-old game that I've already solved. That's yeah, but just dumb. I just want to Why not just give the... Why not just give the $60 to some charitable organization and not play the game? How about that? Let's see. How but to me, it makes sense. To beat. Everything's a remake. And, uh, I, I'm so confused. We're not going to discuss this right now because I don't have it all in my head straight. But I'm so confused on the, what the remake of the Modern Warfare game is. Is the, is, ori it, is the original called Resident Evil 3 Nemesis? Is that the original? You know, I don't. I, I looked at the, I looked at the re, the remake coming out for Modern Warfare, Mike, and I can't tell which one it is. Are they remaking Modern Warfare from the one that just came out, or the one that we stopped playing Modern Warfare Two, or like it's so confusing 
they said the remake is coming out for Modern Warfare, and I don't know which version it is. Right. Like, so it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. It's it's six and a half hours for the original PlayStation game, eight hours for main plus extras, eleven hours total, right? Eleven and a half hours for completionist, right? That's I fine. I have no problem with it as long as look value is in what you believe it is, right? Not 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 one hundred percent easy. There there's well, there's a baseline. Yeah, yeah. And then there's your opinion. Right. Well, there's it all depends on what game. And then there's your opinion. It, it all depends on what type of game it is. If it's a story-driven game, not an open world, not an RPG, just a story-driven game, eight to ten hours, I, w- I would say that's fine for $60, right? Right. If I had to go to the theater and watch a movie, right, it's 10 bucks for two hours, so I would have to pay six hours, right? So I'd pay $30 to go sit down in a theater for two hours, you know, for six hours to go watch the Lord of the Ring trilogy or whatever, right? Or you can go through the shit fest of the trilogy that we saw with Star Wars, that fucking trash heap that came to theaters in the last five years, right? So, like, you could sit through that. Is that worth your time? Is that worth? It all depends on, right. on each person. Right. The value, the value is on the individual. Right. However, 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 I mean, Mike, sixty dollars, right? Sixty dollars for a remake. Hey, it's remake. Just because it looks prettier, right? Doesn't that's, make good business sense in my book. That's the thing. It's sixty dollars for a remake. For the exact same right. amount of time that it took to beat the original game, right? right. Which was so sixty dollars. Which was sixty dollars way back then, right? Right. Well, I think it was. I think when that game came out, was was it fifty dollars? Were games fifty bucks? No, they I were sixty dollars. Was it still? Was it still sixty? It's been sixty dollars my whole life. When did when did it go down? Uh, you... there, there 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 was a, there was a time period. Bargain bins and when you got used games. No, 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 no. There was fifty fifty bucks for the game. Yeah, yeah. They weren't PC always PC games. Though. PC they games. Always if it was a console game, it was sixty bucks. 60 bucks console games. Uh, I'll I'll find the information. It wasn't always 60. It was 60 pretty quick, but it wasn't always 60. I must have I must have blinked when it wasn't 60 because Atari games were 70, 80 dollars back in the day. No, in, no, in, I know. And Nintendo was 60 dollars back in the day. It all depends on what game you've got, of course. There was games. Zelda. I remember purchasing Zelda, okay, on the N64, and that shit was 75 dollars, okay. I bought it at Comp USA, Gold Edition, seventy five. wasn't it wasn't a special edition. It was just a gold cartridge, which it was. Okay, seventy five dollars, brand new. Ah, uh, the gold cartridge. Yeah. So let's not. I don't know where it wasn't sixty dollars. Okay. Maybe when maybe when Blu-ray. No, I'm sorry, not Blu-ray. Laser disc was a was a popular thing for a month. Laser disc. As soon as laser disc came out, I just started laughing. Who wants like, that? This is not this this is not going anywhere. <laughs> it's like, who's carrying around twenty twos? <laughs> let me like, like what are we talking about? Hold on. Like on like it, it basically it was like it was almost like the Fallout universe. It was like the future but the past at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I've got, I got a twenty two record, yeah. but it's silver. Yeah. Ooh. Infor- what is that? Look at my look it. at my whole library. It's the whole giant but, fucking but wall. Here, like here was the best part, right? It looked so amazing, but it didn't. But it looks so amazing. But in the middle of the movie, turn the disc yeah, turn over. the disc over. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the movie, <laughs> you had to turn the disc over, and I was like, "Who wants this? L- Luke. Who wants this? Luke, I am your flip disc. Please turn the disc <laughs> over. What? What happened? Oh, it's the best ever. And then remember, right near the right near the end of the apocalypse, with those things going out of business, was the the player that could read both sides, so you didn't have to flip it over. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. why wasn't that standard? That was the same. Who was, was, <laughs> was watching a movie and just wants to flip it over in the middle? That was the that was the exact same technology that when when they had a track to tape, right? And tape, you had to flip the tape. You had to flip it over, right? Yeah, the tapes the tapes played backwards. And they, they yeah, played no, no. Side, when they first the came out, when, when they yeah. first came out, the, you had to still fl- take the tape out and flip, flip it, it over. And then they made the tape where you didn't have to flip it. It automatically right, the machine the just, machine played, the just played it the other way. Right. right, right. Same thing. Yeah. And they're like, Same oh, thing. let's make laser discs. Oh, let's, let's do that. It's like, <laughs> what? So please, please flip disc. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Massive, bro. Anybody owns 22's nose. It was the laser disc was massive. It was like this. It's like the it's like a pizza. It's like you're flipping a pizza. Oh, and, and don't put your fingerprints on it. God yeah. forbid. It wouldn't it wouldn't run if it had one smudge <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the disc. You knew it was it bad. Run. You knew it was bad where you couldn't tell your kid to go switch the disc, right? Betamax and VHS, you're like, hey, uh, Go go put the new d- video in. They're grummy finger chips, Cheeto fingers. They just throw it in there. It still works. It was covered. Laser disc. You're like, don't touch it. Right? You had to, you had to you had to go up and get up there yourself. You put like mitts on to flip a disc over in the middle of the movie. Hang on, guys. Hold I'm on. gonna flip it over. Hold on, wait, wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> I don't I don't want to scratch. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. Just just it's like what what are we talking about? That's the worst. It's the worst. They're like at eh, Blu-ray. Now you're just like. Lick the disc, stick it in, it still works. All right, so that's yeah, Resident Evil. Good segue there, Tweak. Um, yeah, I'm okay with it being sixty dollars. I'm just not okay with it re-releasing to be a remake of a game that we've already played before, right? This is the this is the this is the logic that we live in nowadays, right? All of these games you were just saying, Sarge, about the new Call of Duty, right? We got the Final Fantasy, we got the Resident Evil. It's like all these companies that made their billions of dollars that are now selling microtransactions to you in the newest games possible are like, what can we give them? Let's give them the exact same things they gave us the money for originally 20, 30 years ago, right? It doesn't well, make... 10. Be fair, 10. Uh, come 20. On. Come Depending. on. Yeah, but still, they don't have... But what, what did we talk about? What did we talk about? We said... That the timeline for games from conception to market is long. Okay? Three to five. Something quality, three to five. They can't have nothing coming out for X number of months, next number of years. Something's got to be down the pipe. And if they can't make something come down the pipe, they're going to regurgitate something else coming out the pipe. That's how it goes. What's it? That's why remakes come out. What's a game... What's a game that you want remastered that you would buy? What's a, what's a game that you would want remastered? For me, for me, you'd have to you, first of all, you'd have to take the person who made the original game and tell them what they and ask them how they wanted it to actually be in their mind, and then bring them into the into the studio and say, okay, explain to us how you wanted this game to really look like, and then we'll remake it to be that way, right? Now that's what they're doing, I think, with Final Fantasy VII, right? But like it has to be an old game. It has to be an older game that you thought that the the story and the lore behind what you're playing is so much more cooler than what the fuck I'm playing. Right? You're playing this game and you're like, yeah, it's it's all right, but like the lore behind it and the story behind it make a a remastered version of it in like an open world setting or 
a more of a high tech platformer. You know, for me, uh, I would do a remake of uh, Castlevania or Metroid, and not be a side scroller. That's a so you would you would make Castlevania into like a God of War now. Mm, yeah, well, I like that. Yeah. Like an open world type thing where you get to explore and go different places, different planets. Tuplis different says, I, "I want the originally planned for Destiny One. <laughs> You're not even going that far back. You want a you want a remake of Destiny One? Hey, hey, hey Dupe, don't don't laugh. That's probably on. That's probably inside the box already. They already have that on the way. They're gonna remake it. It's Destiny Three. Destiny Three will be Destiny One and Two." Where some guy remodeled. comes down out of the sky and goes, "Hey, Mike, where are you? Oh, I'm here now." No, it's just it, honestly, it, it will just be Destiny One and Two combined as far as the content, and then they'll just Two plus One is Three. That's right, Two plus One is Three, <laughs> and they'll just remodel it like they did for the Moon. Like it'll be an evolved. You know, I, world. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like. You think I'm joking? That's like exactly old, what they're games, doing. Like old games, like old games, like redone, like like a real redo, like a real redo. Um. I can think of two games right off the top of my head I, right now. I would, I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you one right now. I would like the game Adventure from the Atari Twenty Six Hundred remastered into a an adventure game today. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna you know put, what that I'll, game was. Yeah, yeah. It was half puzzle, half whatever. You can only you can only carry so many things, and it was always dragons trying to eat you. They look like little ducks, but they were dragons. An old school game that I would love to see updated and remade. It would be completely different. Would be Police Quest. Oh, it would be like L.A. Noir, but hyped up. Yeah, with a Grand Theft yeah. Auto feel to it. Yes, I I want a game. L.A. Noir wasn't what I wanted. Right, it's a good. It was a cool game. It was cool for the technology and stuff they did. But I would love. I want to be able to be a police officer, someone in the office where you start off as a rookie cop, and like, but, but make like, it realistic. Yeah, it's Police Quest. Right, and you and your right. traffic cop, and you have to do a certain amount of missions, and then you get yeah. promoted. I think, I think people would go back to that again. And then you go up to detective, and you go up to you go up the ranks, and right? You, and there's and there's open DLCs world. for for crime cases you have to solve and things like that. O- open world uh, game, I think, right? I think that would be an amazing. It's not really a remake; it's just a, a, a redo. It's a reboot of 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 a police yeah. quest. I think, I think people be, would do that. Yeah, to learn how to be a real cop. I think it'd be like, cool. You go to the police academy, they test you on certain things, and that's your skills when you come out of the academy? Yeah. Like, however well you did in the, in the school. RPG. Is how, uh, yeah, it's an RPG cop. Yeah. 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 Right? More more games that would be more interesting to me would be um, Red Dead Redemption 1 remastered like Red Dead 2. Right? And then the I other one, I don't think it's far enough. I don't think it's far enough out. But I, I get what you're saying. You want to see the graphics? Yeah, yeah. Just and, you just want the same game. It's just the same game. And then I want Mass Effect Two remastered. I would love mm-hmm. that or Knights of the Old Republic remastered. Knights of the Kodor, I would do. Yeah, a remaster of Kodor, yes. Kotor. And I think I already think that's in the that's in the works. Um. Yeah. There. There's talks about another Mass Effect game, um, coming coming down the pipe. Oh, you know, I didn't even put this in our what we're talking about tonight. So I did a GXG micro episode, Sarge, a couple days ago about Microsoft is in the talks, rumored, in the talks of buying Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, and one other one other game from Konami. Like they're gonna. 
Konami's not doing anything with them anyway. They're just making slot machines now anyway. Well, what I'm saying is I never thought, and I said this in the podcast, the mini podcast, I've always thought about Microsoft buying developers, right? Buying up the company and just bringing them in. Well, I never even thought about them just buying the IP from the companies, right? Right. So <clears throat> this is a whole other topic that we could just go off to with Microsoft, how genius this is. Um, but basically, if they buy Metal Gear Solid and Microsoft has that as a first-party title, huge, right? If they have Castlevania, right? You were just talking about a remake or whatever, a whole new brand. So the contract that they're talking about, if they do it, if they continue with the Metal Gear Solid series or the Castlevania series, they would have to put a uh, Silent Hill. Thank you, Tweak. They would have to give revenue to Konami. But if they take the name and then reboot it, like remake it as brand new, then they don't have to do anything with Konami. They could just buy it from them. They wouldn't have to give them any any money whatsoever. Right. So, you know, if that's what's happening, if this is quote unquote, it's a rumor. But if Microsoft and I think Phil Spencer will do it, I think he'll pull the trigger and be like, yeah, let's let's take your uh, Metal Gear Solid. Let's take Konami or let's take um, Silent Hill. Let's take uh, all those games. Castlevania. I think Castlevania out of all those is the biggest the biggest seller they could buy. And personally, I know Metal Gear Solid is a huge, huge following. Right. But I think Castlevania's got the. It's got the new Netflix series. People just love Castlevania. Hell, they made a whole fucking genre named after Metrovania, right? Between Metro and Castlevania. Okay? Like, it's got this whole whole genre. So I think Castlevania would be the biggest moneymaker for them out of those three. Out of Silent Hill. Silent Hill is a horror game. Those are very niche because people like horror games or you don't like horror games. I'm a type of person that doesn't really play a lot of horror games. Um, so I, I, it's out of the main, main line. It'll sell well, right? And then Metal Gear Solid is also like a niche, right? Because it's almost too wide open, too, too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intimidating, I guess, for some people to break in. Like, I remember when you used to play Metal Gear, Metal Gear on the old Nintendo, right? And those fucking dogs used to always attack you, like, you know, the top down type thing, that the old school. And I, I just never got into it. I played it, but it's, it's that niche market castlevania though i love playing castlevania right because castlevania was this puzzle jump in level design type of stuff and you're action-packed going through that was that was great so that's more broad audience of what it could do so out of those three what do you think is if one microsoft do you think they will buy it if it is true and two do you think these are good games for them to pick up well Depends how much money they want to spend on it, number one. I would think they would probably do a market research and figure out what's more in people's minds about would want to play again. I think they're probably the best bet would probably be the Metal Gear series rebooted. And then number two would be Castlevania. I think that would probably be the one they would go for because they can market the Metal Gear one probably better than, than Castlevania. Now, if they did a Castlevania game and they did like a reimagining of it and made it like a, a really interesting, you know, type of thing where the the world is a little bigger. It's not. It's not really like a super platformer. But but when you when you think about Castlevania, the things that come to mind from the games you've already played, you 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 you'd see stuff like Dark Souls. You would see like God of War. You know, you would see these type of games with, because you see that those type of graphics and those type of like characters, like vampires or demons, and that's what comes up when you think about Castlevania. So if they did Castlevania, I think it looked too much like a like a Dark Souls, mm. right? So I'm not sure if they can market that well enough, but I think they could probably redo and bring back Metal Gear 
if they once again, if somebody came in and wrote a good story about it, then it would it would probably grab a lot more people. Did you ever play Shadow Complex? The Shadow Complex. It's a uh, it's a side scroller that was I made believe, that was made by um the same people that made Gears of War. I don't believe so. <clears throat> no. It's Epic, I right? I think Epic is the is the makers of it. Um It sounds familiar, but I don't think I, I don't remember playing that. The way it was done was it was a side scroller and you had to go through puzzles and find certain things, sort of like a like a Castlevania type of and you would level up your gear and you would have like different lasers or jump higher or run faster and do a whole bunch of stuff. You talking about Castlevania in a new way, I would almost like if they kept Castlevania in that old school format of Castlevania, but make it like a Shadow Complex a little bit, where make the graphics obviously better. And it was cool about Shadow Complex, the background, even though it was a side-scroller, you could shoot this way and this way, but then you could also shoot in towards the background. It was really neat the way they did it, right? So it was like 2D yet 3D type of feel of stuff. It was the first game, I don't think it was the first game that did it, but it was the first game that came across that when I played, I was like, oh wow, this is pretty neat the way they're the way they're doing it. Um, it's a fun little game too. It's a fun little um, side scroller game. I think I think Castlevania would be still cool in that manner. But then I was also thinking when you were talking. But then as soon as you said it would be like a Dark Souls, I was like, man, because I was thinking of God of War, and then I was thinking of like Spider Man, right? Because he is got abilities and special abilities. So I was like, a world like that where he can go up high and climb up things like a like buildings and mountains and stuff, right? God of it, would, it, would get, it, would, it would get out of hand, though. That's why you'd, you'd have to narrow down what yeah, you want the it, game to actually be. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they go back to the old school way of doing Castlevania because, like you said, Dark Souls. And then I'm thinking it would be sort of like an Assassin's Creed, but with vampire themed instead of a You know what I'm saying? Like it, it kind of gets mixed right. in, and you, it might look cool, but then you're like, oh, yeah, it just it's Assassin's Creed. Same. People would look at it and go, it's it's Assassin's Creed, but with Castlevania, right? Right. So that'd be a, that'd be maybe a. a a problem with that so maybe you are right with the maybe gears would be the best marketing for them because it is a distinct look of what gears is even god those odd god awful ones they've created in the, in the in the past so all right well going from speaking of microsoft <clears throat> microsoft there's there's two stories right one phil spencer was talking about the price of xbox he doesn't really say the price Okay, but he talks about it in a way and kind of like slides by it and stuff like that. So Phil Spencer teases Xbox Series X price. He did a um, a discussion pricing the Xbox Series X with IGN, claiming the company's motive uh, is stay agile on the console cost. Now, with the Xbox Series X gaining a lot of traction online, incredible powerful specs and features, the it seems a lot of Microsoft fans are looking to pick up a major new console when it launches later this year. Talking to IGN on its Unlocked podcast, Spencer discussed an approach uh, the company is ta uh, talking regarding the marketing price of the Xbox Series X with a popular industrial figure, making a lot of interesting claims. It seems that the company is looking to stay somewhat flexible regarding how the price is in the console, with Spencer looking to offer the best deals for fans looking to buy Microsoft Next Generation hardware earlier. Okay. Or I should say early, hardware early. Uh, you have to set the price target at the beginning for yourselves. And then you have to kind of roll it in as you, uh, you're in competition come in, right? And you start uh, to do your go-to marketing plan. Spencer begins continuing. I feel good about our price quote that is going to be able to get to. I feel good about the price and the performance capabilities that we have with the Series X. 
Spencer also says he's clearly very confident regarding on how accessible the price will be, and it'll be great to see Xbox ready to adapt in the uh, accordance of the PlayStation 5's pricing whenever it's announced. So what do you think, Sarge? Okay, what, so what after all that hoopla, so, but the way he talks about it, he says when they feel very good about the price point, that means it's got to be in that sweet spot zone that they know that's below what the other one was. So right. $399, when, when, $499. Corporations say they feel good about it. To them, the price is comfortable. For, but for consumers, it's like this. Ooh, maybe. That's the difference. To them, a comfortable price is good for them. The comfortable price for us is not what they're thinking, though. So if that's what he's saying, I'm thinking the base model has got to be 350 or three or 390 399 Okay, that's that's what I'm thinking of. And that's the basic model. Now, the model that, that, that the gamers are going to want is probably the 499 model. 500 yeah, $500, yeah. $600. If they, if they come in with some kind of crazy nonsense, and you're telling me the system's 299 and 350 or or 299 and 399 then there's an apocalypse going on. Okay? Well, there is an apocalypse because, going on. Right? Well, the comics, there's like a comic, there's a comic book apocalypse going on. But you know what I mean? Like, it, to me... To me, that kind of price point would be ridiculous. And we all know the kind of hardware that's inside this system. It's an $800 machine. Almost a $1,000 machine. Easy. Okay? Yeah, I would say about, so, yeah, about 800 So it's got to be. It's got to be $499. Like, it, if it's not, like, okay, I, okay, I'll, I'll do it this way. I, I wholeheartedly believe there's two models. I do, too. All right? And now, I, I want to say three. But they want to see what the price points are first. The, the third one's already but, out. It's the X. The X is the right. lowest is the lowest one on the totem pole. Right. So for me, I think it's going to be three ninety nine and four ninety nine. Hmm. Basic model is three ninety nine. The full blown version is four ninety nine, and then they're going to probably they're probably going to add some kind of bullshit in there to make it almost six, but it's going to give you the extra hard drive or some other nonsense. Or <laughs> they're going to throw in they're going to throw pass. in Game Pass for yeah. three months or six months or some shit. I, I see, one, the way Phil Spencer's talking, he's only talking about the Xbox Series X, right? And when he talks about, when he says, he says this line right here, we feel very confident regarding how accessible the price will be, and it's great to see the Xbox is ready to adapt, right? He's see? talking about Xbox adapting, meaning they come out with their Xbox Series X, okay? And that's $500, right? Then PlayStation comes out and says, "We have one for 450, right? Just to just to say, put it that way, right? Microsoft shortly after that says, "Boom, 399. We have an Xbox Series X2 or whatever the L or whatever X the fuck, whatever it is, right? Whatever. They pull another console out of the air, okay? Because we only have the, the, the evidence that we have is two years ago he said they're working on multiple consoles, is what he said at E3." Right. Then there was rumors speculating about Lockhart and Anaconda, I think it was, the two systems. Now we have this Xbox Series X, but we haven't heard anything else about the other system, right? They introduced Xbox X, right? They talked they talked about a light version of just all digital, but we we don't have a name or anything for that one. Then we know about the Series X. So I think when they say they're accessible with the pricing and they're going to wait for the PlayStation price pricing whenever it's announced. As soon as they announce, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, not only do we have the Xbox One, right? Not only do we have the Xbox Series X, or I'm sorry, X, 
not only do we have the Xbox Series X, but for you, we also have the Xbox Series L for Lockhart, whatever the hell it is, and that price point will be what you're saying. I think it will be that three ninety nine, which now splits, right? Because PlayStation comes out, Microsoft's got the high end. PlayStation comes in under them to get the sales, and then Microsoft comes in under that and says, voila, right? And then they go, oh, by the way, Game Pass, and you get yeah, Game Pass think, for one month or two I think months. That's the game. And it's I think bundled, that's the game. right? And it's bundled with a first party title game that they have Sea of Thieves, uh, Halo Infinite, something. Something that's first party working on that they can just throw out. I into think, them. I think that's, that's, that's going to be the game. That's gonna be the game. Yeah, I th- I think that's definitely what they're what what's what Spencer's going for. He's a smart man, man. He's a I'm telling you, he's the best thing that ever happened to to Microsoft. Uh, another one going on to it. There's where's this other article I have of Phil Spencer talking about? He talks about Scalebound real fast. Oh, right here. Right. <clears throat> there's also that rumor that the PS5 Pro will launch at the same time. Also. PS5 Pro, so you're, they're going to have a PlayStation 5 and a PlayStation 5 Pro. Okay, so the stats that they're talking about that we saw, though, were the Pro numbers then. Or are you saying they're going to have a higher-end one? Because if they have a higher-end one, they're just marketing themselves out of the market, right? No one wants to pay more than $600 for, for a console, right? So if they if they were talking about that way, Tweak, that I would think that the PlayStation 5 Pro would be the one that they're announcing whenever they do announce it officially. And then they'll come out with a PlayStation Lite to compete with the lower-end market because the PS5, the high-end market, has to compete with the... You know what I'm saying? I don't see them coming out with this one and then something that's more powerful than this. I think this is the the king, and then they come out with one. But, you know, that's what I think. This is why why the the not having E3 anymore and, like, when... Uh, and once again, we still believe it might not happen this year, right? right? If things if things are going this way, it might not be this year. Yep. Now, if if, X, if if Microsoft is okay with a slow rumbling start and saying, "Here's the new system," right? They get they they do their marketing, they put some price points in there. Maybe not, there's not as many systems, which makes the demand go up because they can't keep up with demand because of the supply chain issues because of what's happening right now. I get that. So. Maybe they'll start off slow and they don't care. Maybe they don't want to come out of a cannon and like hit the ground running. Maybe they just want to say, "Here's a new system. When you guys are ready to play, the games will be there, right? right? Because you're going to be able you're going to be able to play all your old games on it anyway." And so that's the thing. The thing is, get it when you feel like getting it. Right, but you can also play all their games on PC. Right. I'm telling you right now. I, I he, correct, Week. They did say that the Xbox is still on on track. But even if it does get delayed, and I said this on the past broadcasts, if Xbox and PlayStation both get pushed out of this year into early next year, Microsoft wins because they have Game Pass and they have a PC. And whatever your graphic card is in your PC is already more powerful than whatever they're going to be giving you, right? So you can play Halo Infinite on your PC. You can play Microsoft Flight Simulator on PC. You can play the new Hellblade on PC. You can play all the stuff on the PC. So you technically, you don't even need their system to come out if you're a PC player, right? And if you're a console player, you'll wait because you can still play those games on the console that you're playing right now, and they'll give you the the, the game upgraded for free on their first-party titles, Going forwards, when you do get your system, that hands down, Microsoft's a winner here, right? 
Sony's like, oh God, please don't, please don't cancel the game systems, right? Because they're freaking out, right? Because no one's want to get the new games. Who's gonna play God Godfall when it's only exclusive on PlayStation Five and PlayStation Five doesn't come out until next year now, right? Done. Halo Infinite comes out this year, regardless. Okay, and you can play it on your Xbox One right now. You can play it on your PC right now, as soon as it comes out. I, I, it's a, it's, it's a no-brainer to me. So Phil Spencer says he learned from scale bound, a scale bounds cancellation. Although a number of game cancellations have made a giant impact on the industry and the video game fans as a whole, very few hurt quite as badly as the death of Scalebound back in early 2017 Platinum Games. Sprawling RPG focused around an explosive combat back again, uh, a back uh, a giant dragon as known by many as the, one of the biggest exclusives coming to Xbox One. However, its uh, subsequent cancellation came after Microsoft and Platinum couldn't quite get a title off the ground. Okay. Phil Spencer said, I have learned a ton. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I have a ton of respect for Platinum, and I feel no ill will against them. And in talks to those guys, there's no animosity between the teams. Spencer clarifies, citing his disappointment on how the Scalebound project ended. Okay, we tried to go do something, and it didn't work, and I regret what I did, right? And, and announcing it to the public about what we tried to, do, to go do. Spencer then discussed the similarity of failed release of Fable Legends, a planned multiplayer title that was meant to build up the Lionhead's cult classic RPG franchise, claiming, quote, I did some learning around Fable Legends, and I did some learning around Scalebound, about being in the public, about things before, and I kind of know that we've got a real believable plan in something I've felt in my hands, right, that I felt in my hands. Going forward, Phil Spencer, okay, he says, I've something we've all moved past, and it's not a moment that I see as high point for me in my role, having to cancel a game that we had to talk about for years. Evidently, the major decision that Spencer has taken in learning the lesson, which is no doubt a strong sign of upcoming games in Xbox, will show in the coming years. He says that he will not announce a game anymore, okay, going forward until it's concrete that they're actually going to do it now, okay? Yeah. Because and we talked about this. For years, I was like, just don't announce it until you know when it's coming out. And this is why I like Phil Spencer. This is another another reason when I see him, if I ever meet him, I'll give him a fist bump, an elbow bump, or whatever. We won't shake hands anymore because that's going to be gone. Shaking hands is gone, okay? Nobody's shaking hands anymore. Yeah, we're going to start picking up the same things from uh, Demolition Man. Right, right. Be well. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Right, so... This is just another respect for for the man, right? When he came into the when he came into Microsoft, when when Xbox One or a 360 came out, all about that fucking Connect, it was it was terrible, right? Then they brought Phil Spencer in, and he made the Xbox One and and changed the whole brand of what Xbox is, right? Yes, they lost the PlayStation this entire time that it's been out, but he's been building, right? Building, building, building. He's building this kingdom for Microsoft going forward, which the next time, don't get me wrong, 10 years from now, we'll have a conversation that, you know, Apple has the best gaming console system or whatever is out there now. You know what I mean? We don't even know who's going to be in the future, but Phil Spencer's, he, he's a very, he's a gamer, man, and he understands what's going on. This is why I like what his, what the way he does stuff, right? Him saying, look, I learned a lot from Scalebound, learned a lot from, from opening our mouths, basically, too early and then it, it bombed on us i don't want that to happen again right because there's a bunch of disappointments Scalebound gets brought up all the time when about game cancellations about microsoft fucking it up right and it's smart don't tell us 
whatever you have in the works, right? So now, go, shut up. Yeah, now going forward, if you hear a game out of Phil Spencer's mouth, it's it's probably one hundred percent guaranteed it's coming out, right? Because he wants to make sure that he's not going to stand on the stage or get in front of a camera or go in front of an interview and say, "Oh yeah, we have this game coming out," and officially name that game if there's not a launch date on it, right? So, kudos to him. Kudos to him for being a very good head of Microsoft Xbox division, right? And and then stepping up and being like, "Look, don't don't tell shit to anyone until we have the stuff." There's no Listen, I get you want the hype train. I get it, but if it ain't ready, it ain't ready. Let's let's talk about let's talk about uh games. Okay. Lots of games are being canceled right now, right? Delayed, canceled. Let's let's just fast forward. If if how many more weeks of this that's going on right now in this pandemic that we're happening? How many how much more of this before we hear Cyberpunk 27 getting pushed back to next year? How long do we have until we hear the Avengers Marvel game getting pushed back to 2021? I don't I don't think I need to wait for it because I know how game development works. And so I'm going to just assume with myself that whatever time period we're waiting for here to get things back online here and everybody says they're working from home, I still think you postpone double time. So if we're, if we're in this mess for six months, it's going to be about a year, eight months to a year. Right. Right. That's just how it's going to be. I think I think and and, and I don't even use I don't even use the term delayed. Right. Right. Like I said, the game's not ready. Yeah, it's postponed. It's not not ready. I I think I think now what I think will happen, though, if if we don't get out of this by June, June 1st. Right. Meaning we're not back to normal June 1st. Just we go starting to go back to normality. Right. I think it'll stay on track. But if we get into June, that's it. Every game that you think is coming out is not but, coming out until the following the year. Of, yes, but here's the other side of that coin. A lot of these companies can't go without releasing something. So what, what will happen is you will get a half-ass, incomplete game with hype marketing for you to buy, and they're going to patch it along the way. Oh, so basically we're going to be getting games that we gotten from 2015 to now. But this is what I'm saying. They yeah. need to release games. They need to release. They need to get paid. It, it, I'll weigh it out like this. If the company's getting ready to release a game and they don't have any games in the market right now that have microtransactions or uh, um, games as a service models in play already, then keep your eye on those games to actually release. Like they're going to come out because they need the money. Now, if if they're smart and they have to wait, I get it. They're going to eat it. Depends on how the bailouts work and who gets money from insurance companies and who doesn't, right? Because people aren't working, but you got to make money, right? So if they're going to postpone, they're going to just shut up and they'll postpone. But if they have nothing in the market currently that gives them any kind of income and the game was due out this year for this quarter or last quarter or whatever it is, I think that we're going to release the game. I think right now we're seeing peak, peak numbers. If you're looking at a game right now and your game is not on a rise of people playing it, you're not going to make it, right? You're just not making it, right? Like right now, Animal Crossing's numbers are like like peaking at the fucking, they're like Fortnite numbers of people that bought, and it's on a Nintendo Switch, okay? Meaning you have to buy a Switch 
okay, and and then buy the game, okay, to play this where Fortnite's everywhere, right? Obviously, it's not that big yet. But what I'm saying is, everyone's indoors. Your captive audience right now, everyone's indoors, okay, or mostly everyone indoors, okay. But most people are indoors right now, and they're either watching Netflix, watching the streaming service, or playing video games. If you had something in the works and you're a developer right now and you're one of the developers that you're a small developing company and you've also always been working from home because that's what you do when you're breaking into an indie company, you need to release something in the next month, okay, to get your captive audience or the next week because that's when people are going to start going, oh, wow, what is this game? Because people right now are, are – what were you playing before, Sarge? What game were you playing before? A board. Like – like what game I reinstalled? Yeah, yeah. What just game to play? Because I was bored. Sid Meier's Pirates. Sid Meier's Pirates. What year yeah. did Sid Meier's Pirates come out? It's a fun game. No, I know. Okay, Sid Meier's Pirates release date. Well, but I'm playing on Xbox. Yeah, I know what you're playing on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, 2004 is when it came out on PC. Okay. Pirates release dates. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a year or two after that. Xbox. Uh, I don't I don't have a name. 2004? 2004. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Right? Right now, people... I'm are, bored. Exactly. Everyone's looking for that next game, what to play, what to do. Okay? And this is another reason I like Microsoft right now. Right? They have Game Pass. They can literally just throw things at, into Game Pass. Okay? And you're going to play it. You're going to be like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's a small little puzzle game. Oh, it's a little... like captive audience, man. This, this is this is the time. Okay. This right now is the time. If you are maxing your profits right now during this pandemic where people are playing your game, th after this, it will be a down spiral for most of these game companies. Because it'll be like, there could be an iOS device right now, or a mobile device that has a game that just came out. And it's making a gajillion dollars right at this moment. Okay, so as this thing is announced that it's it's clear and everyone can get the fuck out of the house, those people will never see those numbers ever again in that in that game because everyone's like, I'm done playing games right now because I, I just want to get outside. I, I, I want to get the fuck outside. Right, I want to go outside. I want to go fishing. I want to go shoot a gun. I want to go wash my car. Whatever. Right, they're gonna be out of the house not playing video games. So my point is, if you're a developer right now and you happen to listen to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, hit a share, like, and subscribe button. And get your game out there in the next fucking week or two because this is your captive audience that you need to get to play your game, right? Or put a beta out and test and have people test the game for anything. you. Anything. Just throw it out there, right? You just see and you're like, hey, play my game. I don't even care. Just play it. Just play it. There's some games that, that I would love to see right now. Hightail, I would love to see something out of the Hightail right now. Throw it at me. Alpha test, I don't care. It's like Minecraft. I'll take it. Put it in the put it in the world. Let me play it. Okay, that's the game I would take right now. Another game right now? Uh, what was that? What was that other game? The Cube, Cube, Cube World. Put it out there, right? Like I know it's, I, is it in beta? It's not out, right? But get it out there. Push it as much as you can. I'm telling you right now, Fallout 76. Bethesda is like grinning from ear to ear right now. They're like, we have a captive audience. Here comes Wastelanders, right? The only thing I can think of is people don't want to play a post-apocalyptic world during this type of thing, but because now it's close to home type of thing, 
but they have a captive audience, and people might look at it and go, hey, you know what? I have nothing else to play, right? I'm going to try out Wastelanders, right? I already own Fallout 76 when I bought it two years ago or a year and a half ago. Let me check out this update. That people wouldn't check out normally because on a normal day, they're playing other games. Other games are coming out. New games would be coming out. Nothing's coming out. Everything's getting delayed. If 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 Bethesda can keep Wastelanders on track for the next two weeks, we, we might actually they might actually have something. As long as they don't fuck this up. No, it doesn't matter. This is the beauty part. Okay, it's already fucked up. It's already got that stigma on it. That stigma. What is the what is the stigma? Stigma on it that it's it's a shit game, right? So the bar is set really fucking low. Okay, if they come out with this and it does anything higher than what your bar is set. You're going to be like, oh, this is amazing. Because best case scenario, it's Fallout. Like the Fallout we know with NPCs and, and story and driven world, like a Fallout 3, a Fallout 4. That's that's the best case scenario. And the worst case scenario, it's Fallout 76 now with NPCs, right? That's the worst case scenario. So they have, they've set, it's genius. They've set the bar so low that they're charging you for a single player game. And the bar is so low that if they come out with anything, you're like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. This is what we asked for. But there's the, the NPCs. Got, I could do the stories. Right? I'm telling you. It's going to make a little bit of a turnaround here because of what's happening right now in the world. If this was a healthy world and everyone was out and about, everybody would be like, people are still playing this fucking game? But now they're going to be like, have you guys been playing this game? It's actually pretty good. Right? That's the difference. That's the difference right now. You agree or disagree, Sarge? I don't. I don't even like talking about the game. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Okay, but it's still a piece of shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mythbuster okay. said you can still shine and, and, a piece and, and of it's shit. Not, and it's not from. It's not from me saying it's a piece of shit. No, it's a it's fact. It's from the general yeah, audiences plus reviewers plus gaming magazines plus the whole the entire community of people who are around video games called it a piece of shit. Yeah. No. It's it's definitely and a that's piece of what shit. it is. <clears throat> I I agree, and again, I'm coming from a place. I talked about it on the on the on the regular stream the other day. I loved it. I was having a blast with it for the first 82 hours. I didn't have any bugs or glitches or anything. Hour 82, got in my power armor. I was stuck in it. I went invisible. I lost a piece of gear, and I, I was like, "What happened?" Right? And it completely the frame rate was like watching a slideshow. I was like, "What is happening?" Okay. I was like, this is so bad. And before 82 hours, I was like, I don't know what everyone's talking about. I'm having a great time, right? 82 hours hit, and I was like, oh, I, I totally get it, right? It's it's a piece of shit. And it's sad to me because for years, we've talked about Fallout 76, about being that game that if it was just co-op, if it was just co-op, it would be such a cool game, be such a cool game, right? And they didn't make co-op. They made it multiplayer, and they put PVE and PVP into it, and they they just it was just trash. And I feel bad because you would think if it has the name Fallout in it, Sarge would be playing it, okay? But not right, and that's that's what sad saddens me. So speaking of Bethesda, speaking of Fallout seventy six, Fallout seventy six owners getting Steam version for free now. Seventy six is available for free. For owners on Bethesda.net who link their accounts to Steam before it releases the title on April 14th, okay? If you own 
the PC version on, all you have to do is link it up and you can get it for free on Steam. Okay. So that's an info blast for you. If you're one of the few people out there that actually likes the game and you want to play it on Steam, voila, there you go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, when you, yeah, tweak. I, it, look, I'm going to play it when, when, the, when, the, when the new content comes out in two weeks. I'm going to play it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to give you my, my honest opinion of it. And Sarge is still going to fucking hate it and he's still not going to play it. Uh, also, Bethesda is they, they canceled QuakeCon, obviously. Okay, that's later in the year. I think it's like November, I think it is. If I'm mistaken for QuakeCon. That's not being very positive, is it? (laughs) (laughs) We got a convention in November. Nope, can't do it. Canceling it. And I'm like, don't you guys want to give it a chance, maybe? Yeah. Give it a chance, maybe? No, well, GCX announced uh, a couple days ago. So guarding uh, GamerCon Expo, whatever whatever it is, uh, that's canceled now. E3 is canceled. The Olympics is canceled or postponed. The Olympics is the Olympics is canceled. Yeah, are they canceling it or is it just they're Next moving year? it? Yeah, they're moving it. They've completely changed yeah. the yeah. Um, so lots of shits going down. Bethesda going forward here, right? Because of what's happening and all these games getting delayed, they already have their cash cow, which is Fallout seventy six, right? They have something out, right? They had Doom Eternal. They got that out. During this pandemic, right? So they're making money there. They're going to be making money in, in Fallout 76. They got their mobile Fallout shelter. They got income coming in, right? They're 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 okay right now. Mm-hmm. Going forward, right? Speculations, obviously, going forward from here. We were talking about at E3, they might have announced um, Starfield. And it might have launched this year. Might have not. But it comes out next year, right? Guaranteed comes out next year. I'm 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 putting a GXG stamp of approval. But, but what's going on right now? But what's happening right now? They don't have to announce anything. They don't have to say anything about anything. The the, the excuse of this game happening of whatever what, what's happening in the world right now can be their scapegoat for everything. They don't have to say anything. Right. No, no. But what I'm saying is, do you think? Because what were they going to show? They canceled their. They were supposed to have a digital uh, expo, right? So E3 was supposed to happen. They were supposed to have their show. It got canceled, and they were supposed to have... Now they said they were going to have a digital show, like Nintendo does and what, stuff. What, whenever they feel like it. No, no, no. Now they've canceled it. They Bethesda's canceled their show. So they're not having a digital show anymore, okay? Right. So what I'm saying to you is, does that mean they were going to come out and show Starfield? They were going to show a trailer of Elder Scrolls? They were going to show us... Uh, all these other games within the next 12 months, two years, they, three years. They, they might have. They might have. However, <clears throat> this puts everything on delay. This puts this pushes everything back. Right. So why talk about something when right. you when, why like, here's how here's the mentality. Why talk about something if it's gonna interfere with the fake release date anyway? Right. I, right? I they, they were they were gonna give you a fake release date and then postpone it anyway. So now they don't they don't have to tell you anything. Right. Because of what's happening right now, why have to? Why do I have to make up the lie to lie about it? Now right. I can just stay quiet. I I think this is good. Look, nothing good about coronavirus, except for developers that they can now blame everything on the coronavirus. Except people respect personal space and know how to wash their hands now. <laughs> right, and they can stay silent. Like Phil Spencer said, I don't want to say anything that's coming out until we know it's coming out. Right, and now. E3 not happening, 
all these companies that would have showed something, they're like, hey, let's... Not, the pressure's off. Yeah, they we, don't got to show nothing. We don't have to show nothing, right? Right. They're working at home. So what does that delayed. say? That, that says to me that the the E three and these these conferences put them under the spotlight. They're not they're not ready to show anything, but they feel like they have to. So they have to spend resources to throw a bunch of stuff together to make us a trailer to make you like what's coming out mm-hmm. in a year and a half. Just shut up. Don't say nothing about nothing. When you're ready and you're ready to go to market, show me something. I think we'll see something about Starfield off of their Twitter account, which is all they have to do. They'll they'll start teasing us with like a, a still picture, uh, a well, quote or something. Right. They're already with the still picture. Right. And then all of a sudden they'll just boom, drop it and say, here it is. And it comes out. But again, I don't think they're going to announce it until they know for sure that the consoles right. are coming out. Look, look what they did with the Fallout series. When Fallout 4, when they finally talked about it, they're like, hey, by the way, we're, we made Fallout 4. Oh, cool. When's it coming out? Uh, three months. Right. Like, that's that's the proper way to do it. Right? The game's done. It's being manufactured. We're at E3. What are you guys coming out? Oh, yeah. We just knocked out a Fallout game. With, yeah. When's right. it coming out? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Three months. Three months. See yeah. you then. Like, that's the way you do it. That was the That was the best thing they've ever done. And then they came out with Fallout 76. <laughs> that game wasn't in development. That wasn't a development cycle. No, that, that was just... Fallout 76 was the multiplayer failed ex- experiment that they wanted to put in Fallout 4. Okay? They wanted to put PvP... That, that's, they, listen to me. That was a DLC inside Fallout 4. Yes, that's what I'm saying to you. Absolutely. They, they took the stuff and they're like, how, how bad can we... How big can we make this? This is content that was supposed to be in, in Fallout 4. They're like... Well, if we just make the map bigger and just drop the assets in, into Cause it, because West Virginia is right there. You just go, you yeah. just go west of Washington. You're in West Virginia. Yep. Right. I'm telling you, it, it, it was it supposed was to be a DLC. DLC. And they go, no, we can make this into a whole game. We can milk it and steal millions. Yeah. Hang on, I got an idea. Like that's what happened. Well, they asked for co-op, so let's make a multiplayer PvP. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that's what they've been always asking for. No, no. it's just co-op. Just, just co-op. Right. It takes a little. It, it takes. It does take a little of the mystique out of it when you're playing with another person, because Fallout's meant to be a single-player, like RPG type of game. They've lessened it over the years. It's less RPG now than ever it was before. Your skills don't matter. The things don't matter. Right. Like so many things didn't matter anymore. Your decisions didn't matter. Fallout Four was fun to play around in, but your decisions didn't mean shit. Right. Fallout Three was better. Right. Vegas, New Vegas had a down pat where. You made a wrong choice. You got to live with it. Like that was the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I like games like that. All right, so that's Bethesda stuff. Um, let's talk about well, another quick short news. Uh, sea of Thieves, uh, Steam port confirmed uh, with crossplay. All right, so in surprising announcement, Microsoft confirms that its first-party game, Sea of Thieves, will be getting a Steam port in the near future. Uh, when Rare first launched Sea of Thieves a couple years ago, the game, can you believe it's already two two years? Meaning I've been playing it for almost four years, which is fucking amazing. It's crazy. Um, so Sea of Thieves has grown in popularity with the game becoming a big hit with Twitch streamers and new content updates changing public opinions about it. Now it seems even more players will have a chance to try Sea of Thieves as Microsoft has conf- uh, confirmed that the game is coming to Steam. The Sea of Thieves Steam release date has yet to be announced, but Microsoft has promised that the game is coming to Steam soon. Better yet, Sea of Thieves on Steam will launch with all the major content updates that have been released to Windows Store and Xbox One version of the game. 
Uh, this way, Steam players will be able to experience a fully featured version of Sea of Thieves as opposed to the bare bones original release. So, which is pretty cool because now that's another influx of money that people have to buy on Steam because obviously if you're getting on Steam, you're not on Game Pass, you're not doing that stuff. So they'll have another surge of income from the Sea of Thieves that people buy. I think it's a $30 game, $40 game. Um, and then on top of that, it's totally worth the price point now for all the content they have in it. Uh, and then they have microtransactions and stuff on the inside for the for cosmetics store store stuff. So that's coming out for Microsoft on the Steam store. So Steam, getting Fallout 76, and now getting Steam, or now getting uh, Sea of Thieves. All right, so price point for PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5 has... Um, it's not really... This is coming from Canada. A Canada retailer lists PS5 price and release date. Okay, within the last several months, uh, updates surrounding the release date of PlayStation 5 has begun to surface. Unfortunately, for now... Uh, much newfound knowledge, uh, knowledge of the gaming community now has about a highly anticipated console. So much information remains unknown regarding the PS5. Uh, so in a, in a, the game shop in question is Play and Trade in Vancouver. Now has a PlayStation 5 listed on their website for pre-order. The price on the website is in Canadian, 559 okay, which is roughly US 397 Okay, they also specifically... Uh, specify that the PS5 will release during the final quarter of 2020, which aligns with that of Sony has been saying regarding the release date. The price range is widely different from the other leaked price from a Danish retailer, which was up in the thousands, I believe. So, do you think this is about right? 559 for Canada, 397 for US. Do you think that's that's the the price? Just do the exchange rate. It sounds pretty close. <clears throat> so, you think the PlayStation is coming in under 400 dollars? It sounds pretty close. Hmm. 399 450 sounds about right. Has there ever been a system that sold for 450 I know 500 I know 600 So they wouldn't take that much of a loss? We don't know what they're doing, Duplass, though, as far Duplass, as... No matter what they come out with, they're eating, they're eating it on the hardware. They're eating a percentage on the hardware for sure. Nobody's, nobody's making profits on, these hardware, on, the, on the hardware. <clears throat> they haven't made profit on the hardware forever. See, I'm okay with Microsoft not making profit on that because they'll make it back with Game Pass. PlayStation doesn't have a Game Pass. Well, they do, but yeah, the, the Sony Store is completely different than than the than Game Pass, right? the The amount of games and stuff at yeah, PS Now, thank you, is 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 different than what Game Pass is. I can't. I want to say it's four fifty. Okay. I don't know. Under $400? I don't know, man. That's a that's a Listen, under $400 they're eating a lot. I know. Just look at the look just look the, at the specs. Parts in, yeah, just the specs. Like look at the parts in there, look how much they cost. And then and then do wholesale if you want to do wholesale for the number of pieces that they're buying. I get it, but they still still come on. They have to have the only way I could think of of selling under $400, they have to have a lot of exclusives. First-party titles and third-party titles, they have exclusive rights for like the first month, two months. Let me speculate a little bit here. Maybe Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out this year, okay? And PlayStation has the exclusive, because there has been rumors that PlayStation might get the exclusive for Grand Theft Auto for one month. 
Okay. Now, Grand Theft Auto sales numbers are in the 20 million. Okay. If it's an exclusive game for PlayStation for the first month and PlayStation wants to sell it bundled with it for $400, I can see them doing that because then they would make a lot of money just to get that game, right? That would be their push that they could do, right? And that's and that's only if Rockstar is done with it. I I'm I'm pretty sure that I don't know, man. Grand Theft Auto is done. And I don't know about ready, that. And ready to come out this, this year. Is, this is this minus another, the pandemic. Obviously, the pandemic might push it back. This is another. This is another crazy talk. But I don't know. I don't know if Grand Theft Auto Six <laughs> is actually done. I I think it is. I I think it is by all the rumors that have come out. I've seen actors or talent take snapshots of them behind. We just wrapped uh, with this. Dan Hauser left. He was one of the writers. Okay, writing is one of the first things that it's done. They can't make the game without the script, okay? So he left, okay? I don't know. I, I just all the signs of all these all these rumor like rumors that it's done and ready to come out. Now everyone thought it was coming out on a trailer on March 25th. Then they said there was that trailer that launched just recently. That actually, I'll, I'll, let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. I'll play this trailer for you guys. This was a this was a fake trailer. Done inside the game. Fake trailer. Make sure you make sure you say that out loud fake, before someone fake trailer. decides to run amok. Oh, is it not? Where's the link to this thing? Is this it? Come on. Uh, quick, someone get me the actual link. I thought this was the the link of the video, and it's not. <clears throat> Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I mean, I, give me give me the number of people at the studio working. Tell me if they've outsourced any information over the last three years, and I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a speculation whether or not they've done with Grand Theft Auto. But I don't think they're done with Grand Theft Auto. I think they're in the they're in the, they're in the works. Working on it, yes. Finished for a release of new console. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be it'll be done for a release of the new console. Is this is this it? Uh, nope, that's not it either. Man, I can't find it now. Did they take it down? They might have. And then again, if they did, is it fake? Let me see if, uh, this is Mr. Boss. Does he show the trailer? No, he doesn't show the trailer. I can't, I can't find... An actual trailer of this thing. They must have. They must have taken it down. I don't even know. It was just a. It was literally like a minute and a half trailer. It was done very professional, and I can't find it now. That's six minutes. That's ten minutes. Five minutes. There's a whole bunch of fake ones now. Well, if it was taken down, you know, a lot, a lot of the goof stuff they leave up. If it was taken down, that says something. If yeah, it was I, taken I can't, down, I can't find it. Chat, can you find the Grand Theft Auto Six? You guys know which one? I'm... Actually, you know what? It's on my Twitter account because uh, Santos sent it to me. Let me go there. Modern Warfare. 
Okay. Okay. Here it is. It's it looks pretty legit. This is fake though. That's it. It's just it's just a little trailer. Doesn't show any of the game. Right? But the graphics that this dude did, okay, and the music is just, like, spot on for, like, Vice City, okay? Like, it could be fake, right? Let's just, let's just, conspiracy here, okay? Before April Fool's, around April Fool's, you could say and do whatever the fuck you want, right? You could put something out realistically and then go, no, it's, it's just fake, right? It's just fake, right? That's, that's just it. If someone goes, oh, shit, that's so real. They're like, nah, nah, it came out. It was fake, right? I can't find that video because that was, that was released on, on Twitch that someone did it, right? I can't find a video on YouTube. So does that mean? Well, no, the Super Bowl, the, the Super Bowl thing is a completely different thing. That's a whole other thing why we think that I think it's coming out this year and we talked about it Uh all right, so, whole so, so what you're saying is for the counteraction of Xbox having Game Pass and a good-priced hardware system with multiple levels of entry, PlayStation's counter move is that the PlayStation 5 comes out with Grand Theft Auto 6. That's, this, is our, this is our speculation. So, this, well, one of, the rumors, one of the rumors is that Grand Theft Auto 6 will be exclusive for one month on PlayStation. I think well, if it is exclusive, it'll be more than one month. Well, that that's the rumor, though. If it is one, no, if, I, it, no yeah. I, I'll agree with the rumor. But if that is if if that's the ball you want to play, that's the game you want to play, then it's going to be more than one month. I don't think so. I don't think Rockstar would take it more than one month, right? They have an they have an eternity to sell twenty million copies. <laughs> no, no. But what I'm saying is that because they're 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 not selling it for PC, they're not going to be on Steam, they're not going to be on Epic, they're not going to be on. They're cutting off a whole lot of areas just to be on the PlayStation. Well, they'll they'll wait more than one month. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. You you want you want the you want the draw to be you want people to buy a PlayStation to get Grand Theft Auto. If that's the game you want to, to speculate, then it's definitely gonna be more than one month. So let's just go with it. So it's it's X number of days that PlayStation has Grand Theft Auto six before Xbox does. Does that matter? And I think it would. Yes. No, I said it. I said it a couple of shows ago. If if Grand Theft Auto Releases the exact same time as Cyberpunk, Red Dead Redemption, or I'm sorry, Cyberpunk 2077 would get up and move. They would move it out of the way of Grand Theft Auto, right? I think so. Because you're, you're suicidal. I mean, they've, already, they've already delayed anyway, so yeah. what's the difference? Whatever the delete, whatever the day is, okay, that Grand Theft Auto decides and says, let's say it's November. They're like, Grand Theft Auto 6 coming out October, November, whatever it is, right? One month before the PlayStation comes out, which this is why I don't know if they'll be exclusive, okay? If, it, if it's exclusive for the PlayStation, and it's only on for the next gen, okay, then I see the exclusive happening, and PlayStation 5 will sell millions and millions of more copies because of this one game. This game moves industries. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, like, like people take holidays off to play this game. 
people skip work, people people move their actual launch date of their game to get away for it by two weeks because they know people are going to play this game and this game only, right? So that that's what happens. I mean, we saw it with Red Dead. When Red Dead announced what they did, the games that were supposed to come out at the same time literally postponed. They postponed. They were like, there's no way we're going up against that. And that was a Western that they were going up against, right? It wasn't even Grand Theft Auto. So Rockstar, if it's true, one month for PlayStation, smart move by PlayStation, right? Again, it doesn't matter after that because it'll be on PC and all the other platforms, but PlayStation has the exclusive, which was had the exclusive way back when with Grand Theft Auto 3. That was the only place you could play Grand Theft Auto, right? You could not play Grand Theft Auto on Xbox or any other system. It was only for PlayStation. So I could see them making this move. I can I can but that would that would make sense, right? PlayStation has nothing in their corner. They have no first party titles coming out right away except uh Godfall. Godfall's not going to be that that game because it's 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 a new IP. You can't really like sell something like that, right? But Grand Theft Auto can sell. Grand Theft Auto can sell and move consoles off the shelf because of it. So, I don't know. I'm going to write that down. PS5 gets uh gets GTA Six for one month. Okay, and this is at episode two ten. The discussion, the discussion has never been. Maybe if it, maybe it has, but <clears> never <throat> no solidified. But is is Grand Theft Auto Six going to be a time travel game? Is it going to be back in the eighties again? Or because if you listen, just because you're in Miami and it's present day. Doesn't have the same hook as no. They, they're we're saying in, we're in we're in the world of cocaine down in Miami during the eighties. Like that's a completely different they're, game. They're saying well, if you think about it, Red Dead is in the exact same universe as Grand Theft Auto. It's just a hundred years in the in, in the in the past, right? They 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 connected it. They they connected Red Dead Redemption two with Grand Theft Auto five because of the cult. Remember that cult. The, that believed in aliens and they did time travel and stuff. One of those characters is in Red Dead Redemption 2 as a time traveler. Okay? And there's a picture of the mural of the... Like they've connected the universes together. I get it. Right? So, going back into the 80s again, it, it could take place literally... Who knows? It could take place a couple years after you played Vice City originally. It could take place a couple years before your character from Vice City got there. Well, right? that's what Vice City Stories was. Vice City Stories was right before Vice City. Right. So, I don't know. I think I think it's possible. I think a lot of things are possible. I think I think the possibility of being exclusive for PlayStation is a big possibility. Is Grand Theft Auto coming out this year? It's a big possibility. But it all gets thrown out the fucking window because of what's happening right now in the world. Right? Everything might get pushed back and delayed because if the consoles get delayed, there's no reason to announce the new Grand Theft Auto. Right? Correct. So there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I would love to hear a report, though, when it was supposed to come out, because I want to know if I'm right or wrong <laughs> on my predictions. Okay? We'll find out one day if it was supposed to come out. But I still believe that in the next month, this month, going into May, we will see something about Grand Theft Auto 6 officially, and it's going to come out this year, October. Well, do we have to wait until the month of June starts before anyone starts doing any kind of videos about anything at all? Or they're going to just take their time and decide when they're ready to say something. They're going to make their own video. If they make an announcement and then release something. No, they'll just release something on Twitter or a report. They'll just, they'll just throw it up on the screen. That's what they've always done. 
They've never announced something at like E3 or some other news outlet. They just, boom, trailer drops. You're like, oh, oh, here's other things. Okay. Just recently, Grand Theft Auto, just to put more, more kennel on the fire here. Okay. They just changed the websites for Grand Theft Auto 6. And uh, what else? Hold on. Let me, let me look up this article. Uh, Rockstar just updated. Rockstar Games just updated website. I think it was. Websites for multiple games. I just updated. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so this is. Rockstar is updating its website with mysterious new imagery. Rockstar Games developer acclaimed open world titles like GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 have been updating its website with a number of interesting new images, leaving fans to speculate that could be in store for studios' future. Um, there's also. I think if you put Grand Theft Auto 6. I believe it comes up on Rockstar. I think on Rockstar's, if you typed in like Grand Theft Auto Six dot com or some shit, they just updated. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's an actual. I have to find that report, but they 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 just one trademarked it, and then two updated their websites. And doing that, that means something's happening. Something, something underneath the surface is happening and moving with the with the actual game. They're getting things. They're getting things in order. Did they update it yesterday? I'm not sure if they did. They did a bunch of stuff. Uh, Rockstar. Updates. I forget what the I'm trying to find the article that I I, I I saw the other day. I can't really find it right now. The official home of Rockstar Games. Welcome to the update of the website. I'll I'll see if I can find it and bring it up on the actual uh, stream later on. But they they did they updated a couple stuff, which seems odd, right? This is the same thing they did with Red Dead Redemption Two, before Red Dead Redemption Two was uh, announced, right? Certain things got got implemented. Uh, they they updated certain things, and then we heard a, a, a kindling of it, and then all of a sudden, boom, it happened when it launched for Red Dead Redemption 2 originally, and then it happened again when they relaunched the uh, the PC version of Red Dead Redemption. I mean, I, the articles I'm reading say that Grand Theft Auto 6 won't be a next-gen launch title, but it will come shortly after. Yeah. Like, that's, what the, that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's that's what I've been saying. Just based on their, just based on history, okay. Just like I look at Destiny every year, and everyone's surprised that it sucks at this time of the year. I'm like, look back the last five years. Every time between January and May, it's the worst time in Destiny, right? It's just repeated itself every year. Grand Theft Auto. Every time a new system has come out, okay, they've always launched right before or right after the new system, okay. And the only reason that it got pushed back six months one time is because it got delayed because of the systems. Okay, so I, I have it on a piece of paper here that I did a couple weeks ago. I talked about it. I said the reason there's a whole list. Where is it? Let me find it. Where's my Grand Theft Auto? Do I not have it? I had a whole list. 
of Grand Theft Auto when the, when the systems came out and when the other ones released. Here it is, okay? <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto 1, okay? October 21st, 1997. Grand Theft Auto 2, September 30th, 1999. Grand Theft Auto 3, October 22nd, 2001, okay? Red Redemption was out in May, okay? And then the new one came out in October 26th. Red Dead Redemption 1 wasn't supposed to launch in May. was supposed to launch in 2009 in October, but it got pushed back, okay? Grand Theft Auto 4 came out April 29th, 2008. And then the last one, 5, came out in September 17th of 2013. Now, Xbox released November 15th of 2001, okay? October, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in 2001, right before Xbox One released, Okay, Xbox three, uh, or I'm sorry, Xbox 360, right? Xbox One, November 22nd, 2005, is when Xbox One released, right? No, I'm sorry, Xbox Original 2001, Xbox 360 2005, November 22nd, Xbox One, November 22nd of 2013. Okay, well, let's go back. September 17th, 2013, Grand Theft Auto 5 came out. Xbox One launched November 22nd, 2013. Grand Theft Auto 4 came out April 29th, 2008. Okay, which was supposed to be October of 2007. Xbox launched November 22nd of 2005, right? That's when they first moved over to Xbox anyway. When they, when they re... Okay. PlayStation came out in 2006, November 11th. Shortly after, Grand Theft Auto came out, right? Every time they came out with a game, it was in October, September, October... Okay, a couple games in May, but they were postponed, and that's why they came in the May, not October. Okay, they delayed it six months. It just makes sense. If the next systems come out, like they're supposed to come out in November, rumor is Thanksgiving, Grand Theft Auto would come out in September, early October, okay? New systems come out in November, boom. Shortly after that, they, they relaunch on the new system. So you buy it for the old system that you're currently on, and you buy it again for the new system later on. They won't do which PC, is why, which is which is which is how, why they got the twenty million copies. Right. They won't do PC at the same time. They'll just wait for PC like three months, six months, be on the Epic Store, be on Steam, and then that way people that own PCs can't play it. They'll have to buy it on the console. Then when it comes out for the PC, they'll buy it again. I don't know. That's just lots and lots of rumors about Grand Theft Auto Six. And usually, if there's smoke, there's fire. And I think. The fire's big on this one, and I think it's true. I think it's going to... But again, there's a big conundrum happening right now in the pandemic with COVID, which takes everything that we're saying and everything they want to do and just throws it out the goddamn window because you don't know what's happening because one person can't make an announcement until they know that something else is stable enough to, to make right. that announcement, right? Right, which means everything is postponed. Right. PlayStation has to make sure that their system is ready to go and it is going to launch in November for sure. As soon as they have that, then they can announce, hey, these are exclusive titles that are coming out for PlayStation 5, right? As soon as they can announce that, the developers that are make those games can come out and go, hey, by the way, here's our trailer for a game that's coming out for the new system on this. So it's like hand in hand. When PlayStation makes an announcement, I think Grand Theft Auto makes the announcement pretty much the same time if they're doing an exclusive deal with PlayStation, right? PlayStation says, here's what our system looks like. Here's the pre-order. 
and it's bundled with Grand Theft Auto, and Grand Theft Auto goes boom. Here's a here's a trailer of Grand Theft Auto exclusively for PlayStation for the first month, right? It goes it goes kind of hand in hand if it's all true. Experts are saying that the whole thing will be over by the end of June. First of all, the experts also said it would only be two weeks. They also said again that it won't it be done by April twelfth. Okay, which is another two weeks after the two weeks they originally predicted. Then they're saying June first, and now you're telling me at the end of June. So let me know when the experts actually have a actually have a thing. Yeah, the CDC. Yeah, no, the CDC is the one that comes out and tells everyone else what's what's going on. They've already moved. They've already moved it three times. So I've heard August. I've heard going into October. So I'll just tell you what. If I'm stuck in my house in October, <laughs> my fucking beard is going to be down to fucking here. I'm like a hermit. Okay. We're all going to be stirred. I'm already crazy. I'm already crazy. All right. So that's, that's what happened with the big rumor with, uh, again, big rumor take with a chunk of salt. Not a grain. They're saying there will be a resurgence in November. Exactly. Meaning we're not getting out of this week. We're stuck in this forever. And not even this. There's already facts that the people that had it got over it. And now they're getting it again. Okay. In, in some countries. Fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm going fishing tomorrow. That's exactly right. Okay. So. We talked about we talked about Grand Theft Auto, the fake trailer. Um, talk about quick quick news. Another delay by Microsoft. I'm a, I'm a little upset about this, okay? Because the game needs to come out now, okay? Minecraft Dungeons was supposed to come out this month, and now it got pushed back to May 29th. A little disappointed in that because that would have been a game that I would have just sat and played and leveled up, and my son would have got would have loved it. So it's more of a selfish reason that I'm upset about it, but. I'm okay with it being pushed back. I'm just upset about it right now. I, I really want something to play with my son. So another thing is Animal Crossing New Horizon. Player made $1,000, okay, in real money selling bells, okay? That, that's America, bro. Right, okay. Mind you, it's not hard, Sarge, because all I have to do is put a couple of dollars. People are lazy. No, no, no. they're really lazy because all you have to do is take your money, Put it in the bank. Go to your settings in your in your switch, and then time travel like a hundred years. Go back to your bank, and you'll have a million dollars. Okay, and you can do whatever the fuck you want in the game. So for someone to pay a thousand dollars, okay? No, it's not one person made a thousand. It's he made a thousand. Yeah, he made a thousand dollars selling bells. selling bells, right? It, it just it's funny to me. And he says he says in a quote. Let me let me find the quote here. He, he says, um, he, according to his recent TikTok video from, uh, from his, I won't say his name, they were able to make a whopping $1,000 in a single night selling Animal Crossing bells for real money. One night, $1,000. Okay, a longtime fans of Animal Crossing franchise likely know that this is anything new. Uh, online shops have popped up on Animal Crossing New Leaf, pri uh, proving that there's indeed players out there who are willing to fork over real money for, for fake for fake stuff in a game, right? Hence why the game developers do it themselves with microtransactions, right? Yeah. But it's just funny to me that you can literally just fast forward the settings. It takes three minutes, and you can save yourself actual money by playing the game, right? But good for him. And if you're looking for ways to make money, go hell. I mean, eBay. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check eBay right now. I'm going to check eBay right now. 
and see what Animal Crossing is selling for for bells. Okay, let's see. Animal Crossing bells. Um, <clears throat> do we, is this... No, no. Animal Crossing, that's Animal Crossing New Horizon. <clears throat> 12 million bells selling for $13.50. Okay, Animal Crossing uh, New Horizon, 12 million bells, $10 to $30. I'm uh, sorry, 12 million bells? 12 million bells, yep. Instant delivery for 10 bucks to to $30. Uh, don't worry, there's free shipping. Um, <laughs> okay, a million bells is selling for a dollar seventy-eight. Okay, think about this. So the kid is just fast traveling, right? Time traveling, getting a shit ton of bells, and then getting money from someone, and then going to their island, and then just dropping off a million dollar. Boom! There you go. There's your there's your million. Thanks for the real cash, right? I mean, I think I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm just gonna start fucking farming bells. <laughs> I think I found. I think I found my job, everyone. I think I'm actually. I'm gonna fund. Well, you, I'm gonna fund the gotta, podcast. Gotta, right, you gotta hurry up before people figure out how to do it themselves. Yeah, they, everyone can do it. You literally just go to the settings and do time travel. Sell a bunch of weeds. Yes, I can be the weed dealer. Yes, Dupless. We can sell a bunch of weeds to people. Twelve million what's the, weeds. What's, what's the weed do? They're weeds in the game, like weeds that grow out of the ground. Yeah. To beautify your island, you have to pick the weeds, and then you sell weed. You're selling weed to make. Why do you sell the weed? You sell the weed to the guys on the the NPCs, and they buy it from you. It's just early on, so you can make some money, right? So you could be a weed dealer, and sell weed in Animal Crossing. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. You could literally sell like stacks of it for like ten cents, fifty cents, real money, and people would buy it because they don't want to go pick it. <laughs> they rather you just give it to them. Okay. <laughs> the bell thing though is 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 genius. It goes all the way up to thirty dollars. You could buy a million here, Animal Crossing New Horizon, iron gold nugget bundle. Okay, well let, let me see how much he's he's giving bundles away here. How much is he selling a bundle a bundle of stuff away here? This is this is insane. The game just came out. Yeah, and everyone's making out making <laughs> a bundle. I it doesn't say where's the description for this? No returns. Okay, 46 people are watching this one. Okay. 46 people are watching it? Yeah, making sure that the price goes up or down or whatever. Yep. After purchasing, please message me your availability for the game. You'll be getting items via Dota code in the game. So that that's sketchy, though, dude. Like, you're giving real money away before you get the product. You, you're basically, a, you are a drug dealer, right? You're... <laughs> You're literally selling $1.90 for a stack of fish bait. Get the fuck out of here. Holy shit, 413 people bought this one listing. Shut up. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to cancel my stream. I'm just going to be farming inside of Animal Crossing right now. It's the fucking hottest ticket right now. Hold on. Babe, start farming. <laughs> start farming in Animal Crossing. People making money. Okay. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But true. True story. <clears throat> She'll probably come running in here in a second. 490 for robot materials. I'm telling you, man. 
You can people don't want to play the game. They just want like if I have a recipe of Godzilla. Can, wait a minute. Go check that. Check that, Duplass. Check to see how much Godzilla is selling for inside Animal Crossing eBay. Tell me a price. <laughs> okay, this is insane. How about I come and interior de design your island for you? Five dollars for four million bells. That's that's a good price. I, I, I honest to God, if I could make five dollars, <laughs> just doing absolutely nothing but farming fucking bells by time traveling. Do you understand? I'm literally printing money. <laughs> printing money. Oh, I'm out of millions. Let me just... 3031, right? <laughs> Boom. And I, I make money and then sell it on eBay. Like, that's insane. 490 for the teacup ride. Oh, I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm do Fuck streaming. I'm just going to... I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck streaming. I... I'm just going to go sell shit on eBay for how many people bought that? Tell, tell me more than one person bought that. Tell me one more than one person bought that and let me know. <clears throat> Unbelievable. America. Amer America. Yep. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> right now, you can go buy a Nintendo Switch and Animal, and Animal Crossing and you too could be printing money. <laughs> <laughs> you could spend three hundred and fifty dollars right now. But that's what it is. If there's if there's a market, if there's a market, there's a market. That's how. That's what this country's based on, man. That is that's insane, though. What what did you put in the um? What did you put in the search bar, Duplis? Are you just putting Godzilla four ninety, and and they're selling? Like actual selling. See, this is what I love about the Generation X game. We just go off on tangents here and just, like, this is insane. If, you, if you're not here live listening to, or watching this, come live on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on, on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.live, I, I appreciate you very much. I do appreciate you because you it helps us out. But come on over here live. Get in the chat. <clears throat> Wait, Godzilla is 490. It's a new listing. I'm telling you, that's smart. Smart Animal Crossing New Horizon. I guess if I just type that in, I guess it would it would just it would pop up, right? Name, bells. Oh yeah, look at this. Four hundred nook, four hundred nook mile tickets. Twenty two ninety nine. It's a lot of time. That's a lot of time to do that. But basically, all that person's doing is they're time traveling, making a shit ton of money, and then purchasing all the nook miles. And then selling the Nook Miles. Uh, this is amazing. Stars, you don't understand. I'm, I'm seeing a whole new no, light. No, no, I don't understand. But if, if, if it's possible, I would say get on it as fast as possible. This is, this is insane. 413 sold for a million bells for $4.49. 261 sold for 100 Nook Miles. Are we done with the stories? Are you going to go off into Animal Crossing now? No, no, we're not. We're not done. I have other stuff. Sorry, I'm just. I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed by this. All right, in other news, <clears throat> I thought this was appropriate for the show. Remember that? Remember that show? Remember that old game that we used to play in the arcade, Sarge? Dragon's Lair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Dragon's Lair is being pitched right now to Netflix original series. A Netflix adaptation of Dragon's Lair 
starring Ryan Reynolds. Just that title. What do you think? Do you think he's good for that? For Dirk? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see it. There was there were three games I knew of back then that in the arcade. One was Dragon's Lair. One was Space Ace. Space Ace. Yep. And the other one was Clip Jumpers. What was Clip was Jumpers? It was more like a Japanese animation. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, I, I remember it. Yeah, but the uh, Space Ace, whereas you were a little kid and you got you press the Space Ace button and you become the superhero guy. Yep. Yep. Right. Weren't these games? Yeah. I, I would see I, they were quarter munchers. They were quarter munchers. Well, then they also came back out with it. Remember that 3D bubble globe that you used to be able to play? Do you remember that? The virtual one, yeah. It's like 3D. It wasn't the same though. No, but that was Dragon. The they made Dragon's Lair again for for that. Wasn't Dragon's Lair on the Atari Jaguar? What what system was it on? Dragon's Lair. Yeah, when it came out for it console, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't done like that though. I don't think. I think maybe it was. Um... Oh God, I want to say it was a Nintendo. I thought it was. Was it? I'll have to look it up. See if I can bring it up here. Dragon's Lair game. <clears throat> uh, Dragon's Lair 3D 2002. Dragon's Lair 3 The Curse. There was a Game Boy in 1991. It was on the uh, the regular Nintendo in 1990. Um, yeah, this is this is great. This is the this is the, this is the actual gameplay. Here you go. This is the actual gameplay. Look at the graphics back then. This is not a cartoon. This is this was the actual game. I can't make it any yeah. louder. Yeah, that's what that's what it was. You had to press the you had to press the button at the right time, otherwise you were dead. <laughs> and it was it was simple. It was like up, left, right, down. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That was it. And you, you pressed the wrong thing, you were done. The animation was great, though. <clears throat> was Neo Geo? That's what it is, Tempest. You might be right. Neo Geo. That might be it. <laughs> Fucking the game. Crazy. Yeah, Dragon's Lair. I think Ryan Reynolds would be a good fit for that, actually. Just the, the way he... I mean, basically, it's Deadpool, but uh, but as a knight instead of Deadpool. <laughs> I mean, that's that's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. The way he talks, the way he does that stuff, that's that's him, right? He's just a snarky, fun guy, and I I feel like he would play that part perfectly. What do you think, Chat? Is that something you guys would go see? <clears throat> I'm not, I'm sure it won't do well in the theater. Unless they have well, it's not in theater. Them. It's not in theater. It's Netflix original series. Oh, it's a series. Yeah, it'll be a Netflix original series. Yeah. Oh well, that's a different story then, huh? Yep. I don't know if it's a. It's just as. Oh, it's a live action movie adaptation. So it's not a series. It's a, it's a movie, but it's on Netflix. It'll be on Netflix. 2015. It was announced that the creators tried to kickstart a campaign to make the groundbreaking game into a movie. However, not much came out of the endeavor. But eventually, the project was never heard of again until today. Dragon's Lair, the game, was popularized in 1983, being one of the first arcade games to introduce a fully animated cutscene. Several critics of the video game movies have recently been um, a smash hit success of Sonic the Hedgehog, 
which broke box office records across the board. It looks like the video game movies, right? Everyone's like, Sonic made a lot of money. Quick, what do we got? In the, what do we got in the works? We got Dragon's Lair. Great. Who we got to play Dragon's Lair? Um, uh, uh, Bill Murray. No, too old. What about uh, uh, Christian Bale? No, too douchey. How about Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds, that's brilliant. Let's 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 make it. Put it. Put it. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds it. is hot. Let's put him in. That's, that's what it is, right? That's what they're doing. <clears throat> oh, did you already finish it tonight, Brain? You already did the uh, the stuff. All right. Well, then we're wide open to what we can play. Um, let me see if I'm missing any other. Let's think. QuakeCon, Bethesda canceled that, making billions of dollars. Oh, Destiny. How did I forget? How did I forget about Destiny? Easy to forget. Destiny 2, Bungie warns of downloading cheats. Bungie warns Destiny 2 players um, vicious malware infecting computer systems through the software that lets people download cheats. Okay, so sadly, cheating on the PC in Destiny 2 isn't anything new, but the community has recently noticed cheating software with ex excessively high download counts, some that extend over 300,000 downloads. Okay. As a result, players have been trying to get Bungie's attention, and Bungie has just recently responded through the answer of given, given didn't sit well with a lot of players. Destiny 2 community's manager, Dylan, uh, has addressed the situation on behalf of the game's security team, and he warns players that any cheating software with download counts as high as the ones mentioned aren't real. In reality, the software infects whatever system using it with incredibly aggressive malware. Okay. Another way that players can tell whether or not the cheat software's duplication or, um, lies in the viewer count. If the count is lower than the numbers appearing on the download count, then the software isn't real. And instead, one of the malware downloaders, players need to be careful about sharing these links because uh, they're making it easier for the malware to spread. Okay. Uh, also, for, for those asking themselves why anyone compl uh, complaining about cheating software wouldn't think of the shares in the first place. A lot of members of the Destiny community feel a sense of frustration towards Bungie over the current state of the game. Players are not really sharing the software, at least not intentionally. They're trying to um, you know, show Bungie the idea that Bungie has a poor anti-cheat protocols by showing just how many cheaters have downloaded these exploits. Okay, The belief comes from a place growing tension between Bungie and the community. Uh, recently relaunched Trials of Osiris, for example, and suffered the existing of cheaters since the release this season. It's gotten out of hand, and after only three weeks, a good portion of the fan base has lost interest in Trials altogether. So, what do you think about this, Sarge? There, Bungie's saying, there's cheaters out there, but there's not 300,000 people that downloaded cheaters. So, it, it's not really a thing, right? And, they want you to report anybody that is cheating, Okay. Now, mind you, here's here's the cynical half-empty glass 30, okay? It is not my job as the consumer to report, okay, your game with cheaters in it, okay? It's not, right? You should have things in place to stop cheating before it ever happens in your thing, having dedicated servers, doing certain things, right? Like Overwatch bans people, IP bans them, like account bans them because people make money off of that, okay? So they, they hardcore ban people because it's dedicated servers, right? Bungie is like, no, no, there's not 300,000 people uh, exploiting the game, yet rampant videos 
and Twitter feeds and all this stuff of people cheating. Okay, let me see if I can find one of these cheaters that I want to show you what, what, what's happening with one of the cheaters, Sarge. I don't know. Have you seen have you seen some of the cheaters that are happening right now? I don't pay attention to it because it's it's according to first of all, according to Bungie, it's the vocal minority speaking. Right. So it doesn't matter. But the fact still remains is if you want it to be something that is coveted and is supposed to be professional and you're supposed to have like maybe like uh, matches out of it for real, then you would have things in place. Dedicated servers, anti-cheat software. Or you do the lowball version of it where the guns don't matter and everybody gets the same guns when they go into trials. Right. That way everybody's on the same level and it becomes about skill. That's the easier way to fix it. So either way they're not going to do because it's just something else to keep people talking about Destiny. Right? You're talking about Destiny like it's like everybody wants to be involved in trials. It's a really fun thing to do, but it's not competitive if you have cheaters cheating. Right. It, it it's completely not, it's wrecks. Not, it's not competitive. It, it wrecks the whole reason of why you're playing trials. Why you're playing trials. Not to mention the fact that the whole coin farming thing defeats the purpose of trials anyway. People are not. <clears throat> right. Well, you, I'm not blaming the player base for doing that. I mean, there, there, there's an exploit there, and people are going to exploit. Right. The path of least resistance. Right. Why go flawless when I can go three wins? And then constantly just keep keep playing the thing. I'm trying to find this this one that earlier a couple hours ago, so I have to try to find it. <clears throat> yeah. So, what do you what do you think as far as what is this? Uh, no, that's workforce. What, what do you think as far as do they need they need right? They do need cheat. I don't think they. We'd like them to have it, but they don't believe they need it. But that's that's the main story here. You want anti-cheat software in a competitive match in the in the in the highest coveted uh, PvP in the game. You want anti-cheat software, and they're like, it's not a big enough deal. We don't care about it. But what do you feel about them asking you to report people? Shouldn't that shouldn't that be a thing that they're they're doing themselves? Shouldn't they be able well, to find all the accounts so that they can look at every single person that's playing the game and what they're doing, what they're at any time? I mean, yeah, but it just, I guess it helps them narrow it down because. They, I mean, let's let's reverse the conversation though. If they want you to to out somebody else, that means there's too many people them for the, there's too many people out there doing it for them to catch. Right. That's why that's why they want you doing it. Right. Because if it wasn't if it if it wasn't that big a deal, we could pretty much filter through the cheaters in a couple months. But that's that's why I'm saying they're saying there's not three hundred thousand downloads of the thing, but yet they want you to report someone if you if you actually see cheating, right? So everyone everyone please become a streamer. And record all your gameplay so Bungie can can finally delete the people that they need to delete, right? Or ban the people they needed to ban. I don't know about that either, Brain. The the whole not being able to afford things, not to be able to afford servers, not to be able to afford guys to do that. We know how much money they made on on microtransactions for the for the store. So I don't I don't believe that for a moment. I don't believe that for a moment. Let's see, Trials of Osiris. I can't find this because the fucking feed just keeps scrolling. I guess I could just put Destiny 2 in and see what happens. <clears throat> Let's see if anyone shows. Oh, yeah, but perfect. 
Here you go. Check check this out. Okay, this is this is. How do you know? How do you, how do you know they're cheating? By the way, from just looking at the video, what is it that the guys are doing? Are they like oh, teleporting? You'll, or... you'll you'll see in two like... seconds, Sarge. All right, this is what's happening in inside games right now. Look at this. What what is happening? Yeah, this is this is rampant. This is happening all over the place. Okay, between walls, not dying, going invisible. But it's fun. Yeah, of course it's fun, right? Oh, that's the new one. Yeah, that's the new one. That's one of the new ones, right? Th think about this. This is this is absolute aim bots, right? Guys with like one hundred percent accuracy because they they can shoot and kill anything with no matter what where it moves. They can see through walls. They're invisible. You can't hit them. Sounds fun though. Sounds right? fun. So this is the state of the game, and this is what people like. The only way, the only way, they're going to actually listen is how about if everyone wants to protest? Next trials, don't play. Nobody play. Nobody play. And watch how fast Bungie goes, what the fuck? The only people playing are the cheaters. And the cheaters are not going to play anymore because they have no one to play against. Right? Because it's not fun if you don't have anyone. It's just like a troll that comes in here. If someone says something to me, mean or whatever, and I don't acknowledge it, they go away. Right? Well, if these cheaters have no one to play against, they'll just leave. They'll be like, well, this is fucking boring. No one's here. Your game's dead and stupid. And they'll leave. Right? And the people that love the game just don't play it. And then Bungie will know how many people are cheaters and how many are not cheaters. Right? But, the, that, that, but that's, that's normal, Duplass. We, we already know they were going to spike and then taper off because Trials is just Trials. It's not... It's, it's supposed not reason, to be... It's, it's not a reason to play. Right. It's, it's supposed to be the, the best it, of the best. Right. It's supposed to be the pinnacle of PvP, and they turned it into a circus. Yeah. And, and then Bungie says, well, there's no circus. People are just playing. Like okay, yeah. Trials is supposed to be something to, to aspire towards. If you're not a a, a trials player, like you want to be in trials, so you're gonna play the game, get the trials, and then be good at trials. They've casual filed it, right to the point where this is happening, okay, and or you just get or you just get chaperoned, right? The rewards, right? The rewards are not very good. Right, you're gonna get chaperoned by some streamer or some content creator or some really good player. You're gonna get your thing. Oh yeah, I earned my guns. I sat there in the back while the other guy carried me <laughs> through the game. Do you know what I mean? Like that—that's what doesn't make any sense to me. Right? I wanna—I wanna go to the tower, but I actually don't wanna try earn to it. go to the tower. Yeah, I don't wanna earn it. It's too hard. I just want someone to carry me to the tower. Right? I mean, that's just. That's just silly. That's just silly. So <clears throat> those are those are the uh, those are the stories. Did I did I miss one? Oh, I did miss one. I got to show you this, Sarge. I got to show you this. This is the guy who created. Brain sent me this article. This is the guy who created a one to one scale of planet Earth in Minecraft. I thought we talked about this. Or no, we just did the. Uh... No, we just did the intro. Okay, so uh, uh, he's, this is not the Minecraft version of Earth, though. This is just a picture from Earth from outer space. Hold on, hold on. Human beings lived out their entire It's gonna be hard to hear him because 
Skype's an asshole. Some of them had the opportunity to view it from a hill, or even a mountaintop, but to be born in this time period allows us for the first. Alright, let's fast forward. One there you go. <clears throat> entire Earth Minecraft. That's Minecraft Earth right there. Could you even view it from a distance like this? Could we one day compare satellite footage of our home planet in real life? I'm still looking at Earth from outer space. Oh, well, there you go. High distance that we could view entire continents. I'm here to tell you that thanks to the Cubic Chunks mod and the new Terra One to One mod, we have taken a huge step um, in the direction of making it possible with a breakthrough. I'm currently climbing the. <laughs> hold on, hold on, listen, listen. Height of Mount Everest. I don't hear him talking, so. Oh, you don't? How is this no. I don't hear the guy talking. Well, because of Minecraft's 255 meter vertical height limit. Lower your volume, Sarge, because I'm going to crank you up. Lower your actual volume on your on your mixer. 255 meters on a regular basis. But the cubic chunks mod virtually changes the shape of Minecraft chunks to a 16 by 16 by 16 cube, giving you infinite build depth in both vertical directions. Minecraft is huge. You're going to be really loud if you talk, it so just stay so quiet for a second. Huge. You could fit the entire Earth in a single map file horizontally. But with the Cubic Chunks mod breaking Minecraft's vertical limitations, we can now experience the Earth in Minecraft, just as it is with no downscaling of any kind. No downscaling. The Terra 1 to 1 mod takes the information from Google Maps and other geographical data archives and compiles it to create the 1 to 1 scale of the Earth in Minecraft terrain generation. Elevation data tree cover data, roads, even climate data, and soil suborder data to make the planet Earth map as accurate to the real thing as possible. The terrain generation aspect of Minecraft that is designed after real world shape does so at much smaller scales. This is so players can view the entire curve of geological landmarks like rivers and mountains no matter what computer you happen to be playing on. But even mods designed to create realistic, world-like terrain fail in comparison to the majesty of real-world geological... <clears throat> There's a couple of glitches that happen in the game. ...turns out may perhaps always be a greater artist than any of us. Okay, so that's, that's Mount Everest. Okay. Like, that's insane. I know it doesn't look impressive here, but if you had to walk that... In Minecraft, right? There's the Grand Canyon. Now, the problem with it, he, he talks about it, is that... I'm going to lower you a little bit because he's not talking anymore. The problem with it is... Like... The pyramids in Egypt, it thinks it's part of the terrain, so it makes them into, like, mounds, and it makes certain things that it can't distinguish because it's taking the files from the map of Google Earth and then putting it in. So buildings become part of the terrain. So, like, Seattle and stuff like that is being manipulated in the game but as land instead of actual buildings. So his plan for this is to have a group come together and start making... Earth, all the civilizations part of it, okay? I'm going to make him loud again. 
when I teleported myself there was absent. Which leads us to an interesting question. That pattern is obviously human generated. What should be considered natural terrain as opposed to human created? You can see here in Cairo, Egypt, the mod just builds the Great Pyramids as mounds of clay. I think it would be a good idea to have these removed to give players the opportunity to create them themselves. Right. Just as they so he's going to go back and remove the mounds of clay and then make the pyramids on top of them. Currently, Mount Everest and all other mountains have the one thin layer of snow on top of stone blocks. Incorporating snow and ice blocks could go a long way. The peaks of some mountains that should be icy and smooth all right, so don't even have snow at all. I'm going to lower it. You can raise your volume up again, Sarge. I'm going to lower him and, and mute it now. And just, you can watch it in the background. If you guys want to watch that, I'll put the here. I'll put the link to this article in chat now, so you guys can actually go check it out. Um, but why? But why is this guy so crazy that he wants Minecraft one-to-one -one scale? Look, there's people out there that are just fans of stuff, right? Like I always, I help with the with the build of Westeros, right? Not very long, but I did to recreate Game of Thrones inside of Minecraft. Is one of the it was it was one of the coolest things when I when I worked on it. It was cool. It was just working with a bunch of people and recreating stuff from pictures and, and from the show itself. Um, and they, they created Westeros, right? It was a, a scale replica of Westeros. Now this is getting obscene because now this is just planet Earth one-to-one -one scale. Okay? I don't know if it's, if it's autism, Tempest. I mean, I think some people build models. Some people like to paint. Some people work on cars. Some people do nothing. He's playing a video game and he's inspired by creating something and then asking other people to come in and, and, and work with him. I don't think I would want to build a scale replica of like Disney World. That would take years, right? You would have to have, to have thousands and thousands and thousands of people help you build this, right? Because you're, you're literally building. Now, there's mods and stuff that you could bring in here and bring buildings that already people made. Like, people made the Space Needle and stuff like that. You could bring that into there. You know what I mean? So maybe it won't take as long as I think it would if you're using mods. But if you're building it, even in creative mode, it would be insane to go to block by block. It takes me hours to build a building. One building. He wants to recreate all buildings on planet Earth, wherever you are, where you're, where you're from, right? That's madness. I mean, it's, it's cool. But at the same time, what do you do with it afterwards, right? That's my thing. Right? You crash your you crash the server right so I don't know I just thought it was interesting when I saw it I was like I was like what the fuck this is that we used to have a thing of what the fuck internet this is it this is the what the fuck internet some guy decided that he wanted to make a one-to-one -one scale of planet earth I would make uh, I would dig out the core of the earth and then uh, make a city with inside the core <laughs> that's what I would do right so what did that say right there? Survival? What did, what did that say? A survival series a survival map is so, series on this oh, map would be so, so fun. fun yeah. Yeah. You got crossed. It would literally take you like real life to cross the fucking to cross the planet. Like if I wanted to walk from Florida to Georgia, it would take me like three days if I walked or whatever. You know? I'm impressed that Microsoft is doing it with with the flight simulator. That's a one-to-one -one scale flight simulator. It's going to look beautiful. This is Minecraft. You're like, what? One-to-one -one scale of Earth in Minecraft. So, yeah. So, he wants to rebuild the 
the the main points of every city and structures and stuff, and he wants to put it all there, and he wants people to to help him out. So I thought I thought that was pretty cool. It's madness, and that is the last story of the day. Episode. Oh, you know what? I just noticed our episode this whole this whole time has said two thousand ten. That's not correct. It's two hundred and ten. For God's sakes, the whole time. It's it's episode two ten, even though it says twenty ten. We we won't we won't be here for t- episode two thousand ten. I can tell you that, right? Because it took us five years to get to two hundred. We're not. Home, home. I'm ninety nine and still gaming. That'd be the time when it would t- fucking two thousand ten. I appreciate everyone coming out. Two th- episode two ten is in the can. We're here every single Thursday at. 8 p.m. Eastern, Sarge. 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. That's two weeks in a row. Sarge forgot that we were doing a podcast on Thursdays. We've been doing 208 episodes of it. Forgot today was Thursday. Uh, Yeah, I just saw it. I just noticed it. Um, Yeah, so it's episode 210. I appreciate you guys. We're here every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. Make sure you please share, like, and subscribe if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. And if you'd like to help this podcast out in any way, shape, or form, head on over to Anchor.fm. Link is in the chat above, and it'll be also in the description below wherever you're watching. Uh, we're behind on the YouTube channel uh, as far as this podcast goes. And that's just, uh, you know, if you want to watch it, come live. And if you want to listen to it, you can listen to it on the audio formats. I do appreciate you very much. Make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey. Follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. Follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming. Don't go anywhere after the show. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back playing some games. Take care. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. 